What is up, everybody? Oxcord Radio, or we should say Oxcord Sports, really. Oxcord Sports. The transition has begun. The transition has begun, yes. Well, I mean, it, it's already basically been there, but now we're... Been there, done that. Making well, the... Been there doing that, I guess. Speaking on it. <laughs> uh, week 7 coming at you, and things are developing. Um I, it's it's been interesting, you know. I talked about this before, and we you know we can do all the previews we want, but once you get into it, it's really really crazy how everything has gone so far. Like some honestly. of these teams have like not to say they've come out of the woodworks, you know, precisely, but I mean like the Niners, Seahawks right now are above the Rams in in their division. Yeah, and like you would not have expected like that the Rams the and the Browns like being bad and like. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, I think the Rams will be okay. Granted, I mean, that line is looking horrendous. But, you know, the Browns, it's, yeah, it's confusing. Uh, it's been confusing so far for them. All right, well, we will get into it starting with uh, the Thursday night matchup. We are recording this before Thursday night football, so this is more of a preview, even though you'll be hearing this later after the game has happened. So, sorry we suck. But uh, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes versus the Broncos defense at mile high last year that was a really tight game if you remember it was when he did it on the run through the the pass left-handed to Tyreek Hill oh, oh yeah. yeah that's yeah. why I was saying it's it could be it's going to be an exciting game I don't know if something like that happens again I would love to see that so good man Maybe but now Pat we're stuck Mahomes with his shenanigans again we're now we're stuck with Joe Buck calling the game and we we have trivia night tonight so I'm not sure how much we'll be listening <laughs> to Joe Buck tonight thank god <laughs> Yeah, hopefully Pat Mahomes is good to go. Uh, the mobility has been kind of last few weeks. Yeah, worrisome. there's something going on with his ankle. He's a little bit banged up, but I mean, he can still make the throws and he can still read the defenses. So we'll see how it goes. All right, uh, who are you picking in this one? I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, you know, the Broncos' defense has started to look better over the last few weeks. Oddly, Shut out last week. Oddly, after Bradley Chubb goes down, which is kind of interesting. You know, with what Bradley Chubb can bring to your defense, specifically in the pass rush department. Right. Can really get to the quarterback. Um, so, yeah, Broncos defense has come alive. I just think this Chief, like this Chiefs offense is just, they're too good. Um, and when it comes to that Broncos offense, you know, we've seen Philip Lindsay start to, to really look good. Not that he doesn't always look good, but he's getting more involved. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing the stats kind of get put up for Lindsay. But I just don't think you can keep up with the Chiefs team like this with, you know, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman as your attack, and I don't think that they're going to be able to kind of do what the Colts did with Marlon Mack um, and the Texans to a lesser, you know, version with Carlos Hyde, which I did not think I would say in 2019. You know, it's interesting when you put it that way because Philip Lindsay is—I don't know—would you would you say he's better than Marlon Mack? I've, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, bro. I think Marlon Mack is is really good. When just watching him run against the Chiefs too, the way he he's really patient. That way he hits the it's, that one yeah. clip where he hit those holes at the end. And it was he basically like went vertical in like two seconds. Marlon like, Mack, yeah, Marlon Mack's that dude. Um, coming into the year, I think it was kind of like with this offense, we were like, what you know, what do we expect without Andrew Luck? And Frank Reich has done a great job so far with them. Uh, Brissett filling in, and just the way Marlon Mack runs, he's a very patient runner. He just like he kind of reminds me of of Lev Bell ish. But like Lev Bell just look like looks a lot smoother and better the way he does it. Marlon Mack is kind of like choppy and gross, but then you're like, oh, he just ran for eight yards, like, <laughs> and right. it's like consistently, um, you know, running the ball like that. And I just, you know, I just don't know if the Broncos can kind of develop that um, necessarily attack. But we'll see. We'll definitely 
see tonight. Who do you got winning this game? I, part of me wants to pick the Broncos. I think it's going to be tight. I don't think I the Chiefs would be surprised either way. Yeah, I don't think so too. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. You know, hopefully Tyreek Hill historically has not had great games against the Broncos. Hopefully he can do something tonight, and hopefully Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes cannot because I'm playing them in fantasy. Fingers crossed. But you know, blah blah. We'll see. We'll keep our fantasy. <laughs> Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vikings, Lions. Uh, so last week, the Vikings uh, put a number Dot. on the Eagles. Dot. Uh, it was a interesting game, would you say? I would say it was a shit show. That's what I would say it was. Uh, this Eagles secondary uh-huh. just, they continue to prove it week in and week out. <laughs> I, I said it on the podcast last week. It was a Stephon Diggs week. If you did not play Stephon Diggs in your fantasy, you know, team, you know, why do you have Stephon Diggs? Um, but yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins, this whole passing attack eight. Um, they didn't get Dalvin Cook going as much, but I think we kind of expected that. We, yeah, you know, we said yeah. that on the podcast last week. Uh, what we didn't expect is a score like thirty-eight twenty to no come about. Not really, um, and just you know, it it really was just a passing attack. Two big bombs to Diggs, like. You, you take that away, and maybe this is a different, you know, game, but you can't take those away. Right. So. I mean, you know, also the Eagles, you know, didn't really have a lot going in the first half. They started to do oh, some things in the new? second half. and then What is new? <laughs> literally. Uh, exclamation point on the whole thing was the fake field goal at the end of the oh, half. Oh, my God. I don't um, want to talk about it. I thought about bringing it up, but I was like, I don't want to talk about that. I just I, – and I watched a clip of it, and the way the Vikings disguised the way they did it, they completely fooled the Eagles. So, you know, I, it was a good play call, but, yeah. you know, the Vikings sniffed it they out. They were My on boys, top of it. Yeah, go. I mean, I was like – after, I mean, it was tough because it was going nowhere. It was going nowhere from the jump. Um, as far as the play call goes, I mean, like – I get it. I don't hate it. I almost would prefer, you know, we just roll out there with the offense and go for it on fourth down. But, you know, that's kind of how Doug Peterson is. You know, love it or hate it, it, it won the Eagles the Super Bowl. So, I, you know, when plays like that happen, I just kind of have to accept it and, right. and roll yeah. with the punches. You know, that's football. I mean, he was trying something. I, I don't yeah. hate that either. But, you know. It was, yeah, Jake Elliott got freaking <laughs> cracked, though. And then tried to throw it anyway. Like, just, yeah, just, threw, no, he just, threw a pick. Yeah, it just, was land on it yeah that lost people two points jake what are you doing come on <laughs> uh on the other side of things lions uh going into lambeau field we said that was going to be a tough game they got out to a really great start uh but five field goals against aaron Rodgers at lambeau field is not going to do you no. well um but they really got messed over late with, with two two late penalties hands to the face trey flowers on david bakhtiari the second one being an egregious call and then the packers able to come back basically drive down the field kill the rest of the clock and mason crosby dots it from basically less than extra point yardage um so you know it was a tough game for lines uh I would. I always say this, and I have. The Vikings and Lions have been a tough matchup. You know, the Lions always play us tough. They play a lot of man-to-man. Seventy-one percent. That's the most in the NFL by a large margin. Sheesh. I think at least ten percent. Wow. Um. So it's going to be a lot of tough coverage on Diggs and Thielen. Um. We know that their slot corner is one of the best in the NFL, uh, but we don't have a slot receiver anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Laquan Treadwell, goodbye. You're. <laughs> Proved re- relevant. What's going to be the key is Dalvin Cook in this game. 
uh, getting the run going. I think he's going to eat. I hope I, so. I think it's yeah. I think Dalvin Cook is going to to go off in this game and and, and probably be a big reason why. I, I'm taking the Vikings in this one. I think you know this rushing attack with him um, and Alexander Madison, who we've talked about before. I mean, he's looking very good running the football over um, five yards a carry. It's nuts, man. And that just I think that just says a lot with the scheme. Um, and how you know they're setting up this run game. It's getting set up extremely well. I'd like to see it turn into a little bit more play action passing down the field for um, Cousins with you know weapons like Diggs and Thielen. So maybe we see that you know as the year goes on progress. Uh, Vikings defense has looked, I would say, pretty solid um, throughout this year. Uh, looked good against the Eagles last week. Um, and yeah, I would just I would take the Vikings here. I think their defense is better, uh, and I think Dalvin Cook will. Will rush them to victory. One thing I have to say on the play action part of it is, I I, I noticed something, if, especially in like the first two three games, especially in that Packers game, is the play action plays they were running. Kirk Cousins was always like right there with someone in his face, and it just wasn't working. Yeah. So he either had to dump off the ball or make an incredibly hard throw for you know a mild completion. So I think they kind of tweaked that a little bit. You know, we saw, you know, he's coming out a little bit wider on those play actions. It's being sold a lot more because teams are they have to scared yeah. of Dalvin Cook. So well, he's been running from people. I think that's going to get better yeah. as the year goes on. Uh, you know, that's kind of more of a work in progress because of how teams have been receptive of it. And, you know, people, you know, we came in the year wanting to make sure that Kirk Cousins was better at doing play action because that's one of his strengths. So uh, defense looked great last week. I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Vikings. Uh, you know, I was eh, eh, no, no. If if we can, don't waste your time, bro. Yeah, you know, uh, the Lions will play us tough. It's gonna it. be it's a good gonna game. Be a tough it's gonna game. Be a it's gonna be a tough game. But I mean, I just, I, I just simply think the Vikings are unless are if the Vikings here. pull a Viking. We'll see. You see never you know. On, see you on that's Sunday. that's the only part of it which would have led me to be skeptical. That's yeah. all I'm saying. All uh, right, moving on. Uh, 49ers and Redskins in the nation's capital. Oh, cool. 49ers out to a 5-0 and start. Smacked the Rams last week. Jared Goff only 74 passing yards. So that defense uh, for Legit. the 49ers has looked very, very good. good. I mean, they're top five in nearly every nearly every def- defensive statistical category. I mean, it's just insane. Crazy, man. Like, I, Not to say I thought the 49ers were going to be a bad team going into this year, but the way that they're, you know, they're doing their thing, especially defensively. I mean, their their recipe the recipe has been, you know, great defensive play and you know running the football. And this is one of those teams that they should have no problem doing that, you know, whatsoever. Matt Breida and Tevin Coleman they're looking really dynamic mm-hmm. right now. Um, they needed that combination. Yeah, and it's you know Tevin Coleman a little you know banged up to start off the year and they still got that production from guys like Raheem Mostert and and Jeff Wilson. So I mean this is this backfield is just a monster. Man, it the way that they're running the football right now is scary and with the way that it pairs with their defense, it keeps their defense fresh when they're able to, you know, hold the ball as long as they're they're able to and that's you know partly what they did against the Rams. I mean, you know, time of possession favor of the Niners and you just Watching that defense, the Rams really couldn't catch a rhythm like we're used to seeing them do. Uh, so in this game, I think it's a no-brainer. We're taking the Niners here. Case Keenum to start for Washington, I think. Yeah, it's a little... Full participant in practice today. Uh, I really don't see any reason for them to go away from Case Keenum. Um, but, 
Yeah, I think it's going to be all 49ers in this one. type of drug, I think, to pick Washington over the Niners right now. Unless if you want to be funny or risky or you mm-hmm. have, like, a crazy parlay that you're trying to It's hit. not funny. <laughs> it's job. risky, though. <laughs> Whatever. Risk will be risks. Uh, moving on, Cardinals and Giants. Battle of rookie quarterbacks Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones. Also a wow. rookie of er, – a battle – Sorry. Sorry. A battle of star running backs in this game. David Johnson and Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley back. You're two running backs. Both on my fantasy team. I don't know how I finessed that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you know, know who I, you are. <laughs> I think it's going to be, you know, a lot of points uh, on the ground. Both of these run defenses are bad. Yeah. Well, I uh, definitely think the Giants are running all over the, the Cardinals. I don't think there's any, any question on that. I will say watching... You know, not that I've watched a ton of Cardinals games, but watching the Cardinals games that I have, it just feels like they're not really able to get that run game going mm-hmm. as much. Like David Johnson and, you know, Chase Edmonds to an extent have been really productive, uh, specifically fantasy wise. Uh, and it's really coming from that that passing attack. David Johnson had a ridiculous touchdown catch last week. Yeah, um, they and, looked really good. And that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're, they're getting them involved in the passing game. It's helping Kyler Murray out. Uh you know, they have some weapons. Should be getting Christian Kirk back this week along with, with Larry Fitz. I mean, there's weapons for this Cardinals team. Uh, with that being said, I'm, I think I'm going to take the Cardinals this week. Uh, I was leaning more towards the Giants getting Saquon back, but, you know, I just don't know if, if the Giants will be able to put up as many points. You know, this Cardinals defense is not good. Trust me, I know. But the way Kyler Murray has been, been playing lately, I, I just think I'm going to roll with Kyler here. I'm going to go on the flip side of things. I think... Getting Saquon Barkley back is going to be a huge boost. Evan Ingram back. The offense well. is going to click. Hopefully, Sterling Shepard is back. It doesn't look, it like, doesn't he's look like he's quite back be, yet, yeah. but hopefully, you know, Evan fingers Ingram crossed for my fantasy in, team. Um, Golden Tate looked uh, good last week. A lot of targets from Daniel Jones. You know, there was some things to take away from that Patriots game. You know, it was the Patriots. Able to get a strip sack of Tom Brady back to the house. I thought that was pretty cool. There you go. The Giants so, showing up on defense. Something to build on. I'm going to go ahead and take the Giants, you know, having Saquon back. Uh, and I think the Giants have a little bit better of a defense than a lot of people want to acknowledge. You know, Jabril Peppers is going to be a pretty good defensive player, I think. And oh, yeah. New York got something when they traded for him in that OBJ trade. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Giants. All right. Just to kind of have some parity here on Oxcord Radio. There it is. Battle of AFC South teams in Indianapolis, the Texans and the Colts. Colts coming off the bye, uh, and the Texans going into Arrowhead, beating the Chiefs. Uh, What a game. Deshaun Watson going off. Again. Again. Uh, Carlos Hyde had a big game against his former team. Over 100 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Uh, He like half the NFL right now is Carlos Hyde's former team. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. He's played for a lot of people. Especially over the last few years. Like, he was with the Niners for a while, but then it was like, oh, he was on the Jaguars, he was on the Chiefs, he was on the Browns, he's on the Texans now. <laughs> it's like, and just like over the, you know, the span of that, like two. Wasn't he on the Bills too? Or am I tripping? I don't think he was on the Bills. I don't, I don't think so. But I mean, it just, it didn't work in Cleveland and then he's on it didn't work Jacksonville. and then he gets signed by Kansas City and then Kansas City cuts him and then he goes easy. He's just been all over the damn map. Um, but yeah, they, he looked good last week. Texans offense, Deshaun Watson looking stellar. Will Fuller dropped three touchdowns last week. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins with a drop or two last week. Like, yeah, dude. Come on. Zoinks. What the, what the hell's going on there? Um, but I mean, Deshaun Watson is setting up those playmakers to make plays. I think it... 
DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he's got to he's got to come back at some point. Um, and I, I would imagine it's this week. I think DeAndre Hopkins has a pretty good week. Uh, as far as on the Colts side, um, I just I think I'm rolling with the Colts here coming off of a bye. I think they're going to be refreshed. I think they're going to try to kind of, you know, sort of do what they did against the Chiefs. I think that might be their, you know, their game plan going against teams that have these kind of stellar offenses. So I won't be surprised if they try to slow, slow the game down with Marlon Mack, get T.Y. Hilton back. Perfect time for T.Y. Hilton to come back. Like you said, this is a big AFC South matchup. Um, winner. So I think it's close, but I'll take the Colts. Winner takes first place. So I, now that I see that they're coming off the bye, I'm going to go ahead and take the Colts as well. You know, I think it's it feels be crazy saying it after the Texans a tough last matchup week, either way. But, but I mean, the Texans did just give up a lot of a lot of points to the Falcons. I know that you know Deshaun Watson went you know nuts in that game, but they did give up you know a lot, and that just it was kind of an ugly game. I don't know how much I trust this Texans team. I think they are a good team, and I think this offense is lethal, but. I just, you know, I like this Colts team coming off the bye refreshed. All right. Uh, good pick. Raiders and Packers. Ooh. Raiders coming off the bye as well. Uh, got a dub against the Bears in London, so now they are refreshed. Um, Tyra Williams probably will not be back this week. Still working from the ankle, which is a little bit more serious than I thought. Uh, but, you know, Josh Jacobs going against that Packers run D, that's going to be eating cake. It um, should be. It should be. I mean, we'll... We'll see. I think, you know, seeing what he did against that Bears defense is kind of, you mm-hmm. know, it definitely raises your eyebrows a little bit. I'm not sure how much to, like, take necessarily that London game, like how seriously I want to necessarily take it. Not to say the game doesn't count. Obviously it does. But there's just some wacky stuff that happens in those games. I mean, look at last week, Buccaneers-Panthers. That game was nuts to start the morning Yeah. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I'm just not sure how, how seriously I take it. But I do think the Raiders team, they're better than, you know, what we thought they were going to be after losing AB. Um, I'm wondering if Josh Jacobs does kind of start to take over this backfield. It, it feels like he should. Uh, we've seen Jalen Rashard, though, and DeAndre Washington both kind of taking snaps away, specifically in the passing game, which doesn't make sense to me because I think Josh Jacobs could be a weapon in the passing game. Um, but it's a good matchup going against the Packers. And, you know, Darren Waller, Signing a, a deal, I believe he's signed now through uh, it's twenty. Is it twenty twenty one or is it twenty twenty three? I have no idea. I didn't even know he's signed. It's deal. nine mil a year, bro. Bro, Aaron Waller, yeah, he's caking Dang, right now. Dude. Yeah, man, good for him. Yeah, it's it's a good story for him there. Um, with that being said, I just I think you kind of have to go with the Packers here. Uh, I just think you know Derek Carr going against this Packers defense, kind of. I don't know. I think this past defense is really good. I know last week maybe it didn't necessarily look the best, but that was because of like how far ahead they got out. Dak just had to like they were constantly throwing the ball. You know, Zeke only carried the ball, I believe, twelve times in that game. You're talking about the week before. Oh, I am talking about the week before. I was like, <laughs> I feel like I've said that on the podcast before. Um But yeah, no, they were looking, you know, to pass more. I think it just kind of skews maybe the stats a little bit with how, you know, far ahead they got. But I think it's a good pass defense. Derek Carr is not known to make the best decisions, uh, and I just think this offense does enough. It's not your your father's Packers team where Aaron Rodgers is throwing for four touchdowns. That's just not who this Packers. They got team Aaron is Jones now, baby. It's Aaron Jones and Jamal Jamal Williams looking good. Yeah, he's looked really good so far in his complimentary role. fantasy squad. Um, but <laughs> you know, I I don't know. Aaron Jones had two plays. Well, one he had a really ugly fumble. 
and I think that kind of played to his lack of snaps and then also dropped a, a touchdown pass that he should have caught. So I think that's part of the reason Jamal Williams got more run last week. But, you know, Jamal Williams is a guy they like. They want to get him involved. Nonetheless, I think it's a good rush attack. I think Aaron Rodgers makes throws when he needs to. I will say it's. I think it's going to be close considering Devontae Adams is probably out. And I just think he does so much for that that passing attack. I mean, they also, were rolling out randoms last week, literally. And Geronimo Allison and Marquez Valdez Scantling are both banged up right now. I think they they play, but they're banged up. I'm going to go ahead and take the Packers. Um, I feel like there's not really enough that the Raiders are going to be able to do to overcome. You know, the Raiders are surprisingly sitting at three and two. So you know whether and the Bears and they beat the Bears. Who the Packers beat? So, eh. yeah. but I don't know. It's one of those things where you know it's tough on the road. They did have a bye, so you know extra week to prepare for Aaron Rodgers. That's always That's help. You know it could be tight. This is the NFL. Crazier things have happened, but you know one would one gut feeling would say that you would want to take the Packers in this one. Uh, Jaguars and Bengals, a disgusting trash bowl of sorts. But uh, Jaguars getting rid of some. Uh, fat, if you will, training Jalen Ramsey to the Rams for a uh, draft pick, first-round draft picks. Uh, Two of them. Next year and in 2021. And then a, a fourth-round pick, which, I mean, you know, who knows? The fourth-round pick could turn into something. But those two first-round picks, that's that's huge. That's what they were going for. The Eagles were not able to offer that, unfortunately. Come Dang on, it. y'all. Like, what the hell, man? Um, I oh. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, who knows? Maybe his his back all of a sudden is is healed and he's feeling better now. Yeah, I wouldn't he'll be probably surprised. be feeling better now. Um, which I mean, is something we've talked either. about on the podcast before. Um, a little skeptical with that. I know they said they didn't want to trade him, but, I mean, if he doesn't want to play for you, it's kind of hard to make him you yeah, know, play for you. Definitely. Uh, so he's out of there. AJ, you know, Boye is their, their number one now, who, who is a good corner. Um, but, obviously, that's going to hurt, the, you know, their pass defense. Um, so, Maybe we see the Bengals get it going a little bit in the passing game, uh, but just I can't trust the Bengals for anything right now. A.J. Green, um, it seemed like he could maybe come back this week. It's now not looking likely, did not practice um, again. So Typical. if you want to start practicing A.J. Green, I'd like that. <laughs> I'm sure he wants to. I'd love to see it. Um, I just think the Jaguars win this game due to Leonard Fournette, I think. That's what they're going to lean on. I think Gardner Minshew should be decent this week. Uh, the bang, like the Bengals, you know, pass defense maybe looks better, um, you know, on paper due to how terrible they are against the run. Um, so I expect Leonard Fournette to just go in and then maybe some play action. We get DJ Chark, you know, going a little bit. I'm going to go on the flip side of things. You know, maybe oh, snap. the Bengals can do something this week at home, throwing the ball. I don't know. I want to hope. I'm starting Joe Mixon for some damn reason. I'm so starting Andy Dalton, going, but, you know, running, you know over Sam Darnold. So. Running backs can catch the ball, too. So maybe they can work together here. But that's usually Giovanni Bernard who gets the pass work. So we'll see. I Yeah, I think it could be kind of an ugly game, but I would take the, the Jags. Dolphins and Bills. Ew. So yeah, another from one gross game to another. But you know, it's this that one's more of a both teams are disgusting. This is just more of a one-sided, one-sided Bills at home, seventeen point favorites. Great defense against the terrible Dolphins, who we don't know if they're going to ever win a game yet. Yeah, who who knows at this point? I don't. 
I really don't. I don't know how they win a game. I feel like he, I don't think so either. It's tough. I really it's don't. Like there's, you're like, there's got to be one. But, I mean, is there? I, I really don't know. Um, so, yeah, Bills, like you said, 17-point favorites. I think it's largely due to how freaking good this defense is. Um, with that being said, though, I think Josh Allen has very good game. You know, running the football, passing it. John Brown should get going. Uh, maybe we see Dawson Knox. Who knows? Um, but I maybe. think my Hopefully. thing here, and I'm a little bit biased, but I, I'm going to call the Devin Singletary breakout game. He's looked, you know, he's only played two games, um, but he he's made big plays. In those two games, he was consistently making big plays. Eight, specifically eight 15-plus yard plays in those two games. Holy That's shit. crazy, man. That's crazy. And going against a Miami defense like this, you know, He's been out a while. I think he's hungry. I'm thinking he's ready to go. Uh, I, I still assume it's a bit of a split, but I wouldn't be surprised if after this game it's like, all right, it's it's Devin Singletary time. Let's no more it. Frank Gore? What the know, heck, man. dude? I, I don't think there's you know ever like, oh, Frank Gore's not going to get involved. can't give up on Hall of Fame Frank Gore, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? The dinosaur Frank Gore. Been around for a hot-ass minute. Um, but definitely taking... Buffalo, just a way better team. I'm going to go ahead and take the... Head. (laughs) Yeah, it's the Bills in this one. Not much more you need to say. Not much more, really. Uh, Rams and Falcons. So both of these teams uh, were pegged as more of NFC favorites, and now they have looked atrocious. You know, Los Angeles. It's been... Yes, it's been the line. It's been them not using Todd Gurley enough. And it's been because everybody has figured them out. All the you know all the trickery and the crossing routes that they do, people just put their safeties back there, and it's just quelled because the Patriots provided a formula in the Super Bowl to quell them, to hold them to only three points. So I I don't know. I think the Rams are really in some trouble here, and it's because of you know the deficiencies that they're going through, as well as you know the talent that's in their division. The Seahawks are five and one. 49ers oh, yeah. are undefeated, and. Not that the Cardinals are going to be a threat, but when, you know, the Cardinals, these years, yeah, they're going to be good eventually. Yeah. So, and the Rams committed all this money to Jared Goff, who's looked really He's bad. Looked As we it. said earlier, yeah. 74 passing yards. That's absolutely disgusting, man. Like, we could probably go out there. Well, yeah, it just it just completely changes the dynamic of your team once you have to pay that quarterback. So, I mean, when you look at some of these teams that have had a lot of success over the, the past few years, you know, it's, it's kind of due to having... You know, young quarterbacks that are overperforming that they you know don't have to pay anything. Like it's been really helpful for the Cowboys over the past few years. Granted, you know, not for long, but Dak Prescott has not been making over a million dollars. That is insane. That's gross. With man. you know, with the chunky suit bag, he's obviously making more than a mil. But <laughs> as far as what he is making from the Cowboys, he is not making over a million a year. That is just that's nuts when you think about it, and it it really helps you. You know, spread out and you know diversify the talent on your team. We've seen the Eagles be able to do it with Wentz. Now Wentz secured the bag, and we just saw Ram the Rams do it with Jared Goff. Um, and you know it's going to make it harder. People are going to you know be lost, so it makes it harder. I think the Rams are going through a bit of a you know a rough patch. I think it's just you know the line not good. The defense has been. Upgraded now with Jalen Ramsey. Upgraded with Jalen Ramsey. And now that's another person they have to pay. Yeah, they are going to have to pay Jalen Ramsey. And with what they, you know, what they gave up for Jalen Ramsey, you have to pay him. Good job, Um, LA. Well, this is what you wanted. I think it's Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and then let's see what else you know they do with the defense. I, 
I just don't think there's there's any way that this Rams offense continues to be this stagnant. Like I think it does get together. Um, I think the line, you know, needs to improve, and they got to get this run, running game going again. Uh, and and with Todd Gurley, you know, fingers crossed, healthy, that completely changes it. And I think that's been the, personally, I think that's been the biggest difference is just not necessarily Todd Gurley's health, but his usage has not been what it should be. Not at all. This man, and that's you know, ridiculous. When healthy, I think this man is for sure the best running back in the game. I know there's people We've that you can that. throw. Yeah, there's over people you can you know throw in there, but Todd Gurley over the past few years has been the best RB. Give him the ball and and let him do his thing. Granted, you know. It's easier for us to say this, you know, in, on the mic. We don't know what's going on in the Rams locker room or what's going on with his knee. But that's half a country away, man. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Um, so yeah, don't, not really sure what's going on there. I'm taking the Rams here. Falcons been very disappointing. Plethora of injuries. I don't think Jalen Ramsey plays, but we'll see. I expect a lot of scoring, but I just I think the Rams take it. I just think they're a better team. Yeah, I would have to lean more towards the Rams. I'm kind of sad that we talked about the Rams for three and a half minutes and then we have nothing to say about the Falcons, but it's hard. There hasn't been a lot there. I mean Austin Hooper is the number one tight end now. Austin Hooper. So that's something to, you know, kind of put their eggs in a basket. Oh, Matt Ryan, Devonta Freeman. One question I want to throw out. Does Ito Smith take over this backfield at some point? I said I mean I said that earlier um in the year on the podcast. I'm not as sure. I because Freeman be had a decent game last week. Yeah, you know, Freeman has looked better. I think it's been more in the passing passing game. Um, but, you know, who who knows? I don't know if Edo Smith really has done necessarily anything to take that job away from Devonta Freeman yet. Moving to the late games, Chargers and Titans. This is going to be gross. Very uh, gross. A lot of gross games this week. Yep. Some, some exciting games, but a lot of gross games. It's either gross or great. Yeah, that's all you're going to get. Chargers, Titans. Uh, Chargers absolutely looked horrible last week against oh, the Steelers the Chargers, in a road man, game. I mean, a good home year game. last year. That was Philip Rivers' chance to like do anything. Yeah, he should have just it's retired. Over. It's it's over, man. It's it's done <laughs> because they're playing in a soccer stadium where the opposing team comes and takes over. I mean, did you did you the see Steelers that game? Was crazy. There were so many Steelers fans, and it's, that's ha- that's happening on a regular basis. That's it's. I might have to go out there when the Vikings play on December fifteenth, and you'll probably be in the majority, which is that's crazy. Go. That is so crazy to think about, and and personally, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I know that the Chargers recently moved to LA, but I mean. They were based they in San Diego. Moved. They shouldn't. Clearly, they shouldn't have moved because it's not working. It no. is not working. You don't need um, two teams in LA. We don't need all these too, for this team. Yeah, they. That's been the story of their entire life for the past five years. Just, it's not. It's not working, man. It's. It's not. I think it's about that time where you know we start to see them start to look towards the future. You know, we'll hmm. we'll see what they do. Like going into this year, I thought the Chargers were a good team. I didn't necessarily think they were going to win the division. I you know definitely didn't, but. Thought they would at least be competitive. Like it's, it's really ugly. Um, you know they have some decent, you know, bright spots, but I just there's nothing there. Titans also haven't looked great. Speaking of looking Mariota. towards the future, yeah, what yeah. is what is his deal? Because he is now being benched for Ryan Tannehill. It's been four years since they drafted him. Can we kind of come to the conclusion and just say that it hasn't I think worked it's out? Over, yeah, it's not going. And to. like it's it's. Done. I just I don't think it's all. You know Mariota's fault, and maybe a new opportunity for him will will help. Um, but just yeah, this Titan situation, it hasn't worked. To be honest, I I don't know if it gets that much better with Tannehill. I feel like it's just kind of the same. To be honest, 
Um, going into this matchup, I mean, two just like really ugly teams right now. I'm taking the Titans personally. I just out of you know why the hell not kind of and just seeing what mm-hmm. the Steelers did to the Chargers with Devlin freaking Duck Hodges as their <laughs> quarterback. Um, which I mean, granted, it really wasn't him. It was James Conner. Thank you, sir. Um, Finally he, had a huge game. He he had one against the Bengals too. I don't know. It just seems like it's primetime games, and the next time they play is primetime against Miami. So give Ew. me those. Wow. Miami and Pittsburgh. Yeah, they were like, "Ooh, that's going to be awesome." Mason, Ru- like, when football. was that going to be awesome ever? But you know, Mason Rudolph should be back for that game. But I'm taking the Titans. Who you got? I'm going to take the Titans as well. You know, the Chargers. Just too many issues on the road. I don't see it happening. But, you know, the NFL. So I wouldn't be surprised if they turn it around and win. From one gross game to a great game. Let's go. Ravens and Seahawks. This is going to be huge. I'd probably say this is like the second most. Like, Put a gold star next to this game, Mom. Please. Like, I think this is probably the second most exciting exciting game besides the the Sunday nighter. Obviously, I'm biased in that. But, you know, I think this game is going to be very exciting. I think there's... Some points to be had in this game. The Seahawks are, you know, better than we thought they were going to be. And Russell Wilson has, he's been that dude. He's probably the MVP so far this year, which, you know, we didn't necessarily expect going into the year. Felt like it was going to be more run-oriented, and they still are looking to run. They're getting Chris Carson going. Uh, I feel like Rashad Penny, not to say he'll get a huge role, but I think he gets going a little bit uh, running the football. Something to note with the Seahawks, Will Disley. He is uh, looks like a torn right after I traded for him. I believe, too. yeah, that's tough, man. That Very tough. tough. Um, and he just came off a uh, an injury too. That they can know, never find a decent tight end. Of, Luke Wilson, baby. Um, well, they brought him back after yeah, he got cut so from the Raiders. So watch out for Luke Wilson. I guess I don't know. I don't love saying that, but you know, someone's got to catch the ball. Maybe it's more role for DK Metcalf going forward. Maybe we see him get get going more, but. You have to be able to run more routes on the route tree. Um, Lamar Jackson against the 12s. Here we go. And Earl Thomas's return. Earl Thomas. This is going to be huge. And then Marcus Peters getting traded to, to the, the Ravens. Ravens. Probably we feel like not playing, but we don't know that, so don't take it for it at our word. Um, it's definitely going to make that defensive unit. That secondary is going to be scary. With Marlon Humphrey too, as that Marlon Humphrey is, he's good, man. He's good. He will shut down your. Yeah, he'll punch your, your best number one. I mean. <laughs> Uh, Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Odell will have no more of that now that he is on my squad. <laughs> Odell will go, you know, two years ago on Josh Norman type shit. So okay. Marlon, no, Marlon, watch he it. He won't, but that he was will because he's on my team. Like, that was reckless. That was just that was funny as shit. That was that reckless. Was so funny, that was bro. you are a grown man. Why are you flying at someone head first? Like that is so reckless to you hey, and that everyone. Was, that else. was Odell when he had bleached hair. Okay, we got. We got Watch Odell now. So. African American men with bleach tips just need to stop already. Like, yeah. Um, so who are you? So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, who are you going to take in this one? I want to lean. You know, I feel like it's impossible for anybody to pick the Seahawks against the Seahawks at home. So I'm going to take the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks as well. I'd love to take the Ravens. Um, but I mean, I think this is a high-scoring game. Um, I imagine Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. Mark Andrews doing. You know Mark he's Andrews seventh things. in the NFL in rushing. That's a little bit surprising, and not at the same time going into the year. I'd have been like, oh hell yeah, I'm not surprised. But after the t- the first two or three weeks, it was like QB Lamar Jackson, and it was like, oh, 
this is fun. Yeah. And now, you know, he's back to doing what he does, running the football. It just, I don't know what his yards per, you know, yards per carry are off the top of my it's head. It's got to be crazy. It's nuts. At it probably five. is the best. It's probably more. Like, just because with those scramble plays, like, he can easily turn those into 20 to 30-yard gains. And it's just like, holy shit. And if you're playing against him, you're like, oh, my God, stop this now. Um, Which I am this week. Sick. But it's against the Swells, so, which perfect. is why I'm hopeful. Yeah. I think it's a good game. A lot of points. We're both taking the Seahawks here. Saints and Bears. Oh, my So the God. Saints have looked really well since the loss of Drew Brees. 4-0. Teddy. Maybe. But, you know, they haven't played, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys were eh. But the Cowboys, you know, that was at the beginning of their yeah. But now they play, uh, you know, a legitimate defense. I can't really say that the Bears are a legitimate team. That Mitch Trubisky bad, might be bro. back. He might be I back, though. I think that could change some things. Yeah. But the Saints defense has also looked really, really good. It, it has. And the defense is, you know, rush defense, crazy. They're going to lock you down. Really good rush defense. Got a you know pass rusher like Cam Jordan. Marshawn Lattimore is back, it seems. Um, he only plays good in big matchups. So what if Allen Robinson just goes for like one ten? I, I don't. I think he locks down Allen Robinson if he if they keep him on Allen Robinson. Mm. And I like Allen Robinson. I think he's a good receiver. But I just imagine Marshawn Lattimore is probably you know doing his thing there, and not so much to Allen Robinson's fault. Like I feel like Allen Robinson will be able to get open, but Mitch Trubisky. It, I think it's safe to say he's bad. And last year I was kind of like oh, I, I was hopeful for Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing what we've seen, you know, this year, he needed to take that next step for this team, and he didn't. So if he wants to do that now, great. Then maybe they are a, a true contender. But I don't I don't really trust this Bears team because of what's going on with this offense. Uh, so I imagine it's a defensive battle. Alvin Kamara also dealing with some high ankle stuff. That's literally what it is. They haven't given us a you know, real injury, just high ankle stuff. Nice. So... What does that mean? That's got to be cool. Please tell me. Oh, it's really cool when he's your RB1. Uh, well, you decided to pick him over McCaffrey, so. Don't tell the fans that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. It'll come back together. It'll come back together when Drew Brees is back. Still love the team. What'll come uh, back together? They're winning. Well, not. I'm saying Alvin Kamara's production. Oh. I think this, because they've been winning because of this defense. I get, Teddy Bridgewater has had, like, you know, like, maybe two weeks where he's, like, really produced on offense. Otherwise, I mean, they've been winning really gross games. Cowboys, that game was good. Sam Donald hung up 21 on them. Like, this Saints <laughs> offense has not been a thing. Jaguars. You're right when you put it that 13 way. points. Like, they, but they're winning. But Teddy had, but like, four touchdowns against the Bucks. Well, they're, they're also bad. Thank you. <laughs> I was wondering if I was going to have to explain that one. Um, no, so the maybe Cowboys the, are getting the worse. Saints. Yeah, yeah, they are. I don't know what's going on with the Cowboys. Uh, but... I'm not complaining. We'll get to them in a moment. Um, I think I take the Saints here. I just trust, after all I just said about that offensive thing, I just think Teddy Bridgewater is not going to make the mistakes that Mitch Trubisky potentially does. And right. I think that's what you know is the game changer here. I think this is going to be an ugly-ass game. I want nothing to do with this game. You know, part of me really wants to take the Bears for whatever reason. You know, they, lo- they lose Akeem Hicks. To IR, so he's done for the year. But you know, Khalil Mack, you know, they're coming off the bye too. They're coming off the bye too. Khalil Mack, he has been, you know, once again, scary. Uh, 
and I feel like you know if he can strip sack Kirk yeah. Cousins, he can he can do it turn Teddy Bridgewater into dirt. So yeah, Khalil Mack could you know win you know mess around and win this game you know for the Bears. He has that capability. Um, I'm gonna lean towards the Saints, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears won because of their defensive efforts. I mean, it, it helps coming off the bat. I think especially probably, if Alvin Kamara doesn't play. Yeah, which it's looking like. To be honest, if I had to say right now, I'm imagining he's out, which sucks. Um, <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, it it is tough. Like you said, coming off the bye, I imagine there's a decent game script for this offense coming in. I wouldn't be surprised if they score on their first drive, maybe their first two drives. But then I think it's – that's just how the Bears are. They come in scripted. You're like, oh, Mitch Trubisky's good. And then the rest of the game, you're like, what the <laughs> – it, it's like – it's essentially like Tim Tebow, but the exact opposite – where like Tim Tebow was ass for the entire game, and then like halfway through the fourth quarter, you're like, "What the hell just happened?" Tebow time. It's the opposite for Trubisky, man. The first quarter he looks good, and then it's okay. This is our script, Mitch. To be found. And then his coach tells him to shut the f up, and then it's like pandemonium. Good old Matt Nagy. Sunday night football. Here we go. Eagles and Cowboys. Two teams desperate for a win because they lost. Both teams need this. You know. I hate to say, you know, must-win game because that sounds corny as hell, but this, I mean, it really... Literally is. This is a must-win game. This really sets up well for whoever wins this game. I think it's... I think there's more desperation if you're the Eagles right now. Um, I get that the Cowboys have been... You know, they've been losing the last couple weeks, and who they're losing to, you don't don't really like to see that. Uh, I mean, I guess the Packers... all the pansy teams, though. Yeah, that's that's the the thing, is that they beat the pansy teams. Um... I just I think it's more important for the Eagles because of what their schedule looks like coming up, playing teams like the Bears, specifically the Bears defense. That game's probably going to be ugly as hell. Um, the Bills defense ridiculous. They play the Patriots. There's another team that's not co- Seahawks. I believe is going. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yep. Bears, oh Patriots, god, and Seahawks bro. all at home though. Jesus. Oh my god. And yeah, like you said, it's at home, so they should be able to win some of those, but. That's terrifying, man. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But I think, you know, to kind of pad it a little bit going in, it'd be nice to have a game on the Cowboys uh, going into that stretch of games. I, and I just think that, you know, they I think they are a better team. I think defensively the Eagles are better. Um, this Cowboys offense got off to a hot start. Do you, do you agree or disagree? Do you think that – I think that the Eagles defense is better when they have their secondary. They just don't have their secondary right now. Yes. But I think some of their secondary comes back this week. I don't know. I don't really know what to think about the Cowboys because, like, sometimes they'll shut people out and then sometimes they'll have trouble. Like, how do you let Sam Darnold beat you? I mean, Sam Darnold is decent and he came back and that was momentum. But, like, still, I don't – Yeah. When they just – they didn't – it didn't look good. Um, I don't really know what to make of the Cowboys. I think they're they're pretty close. Like, I I really think it's a toss-up between these two – Yeah. These two teams. But I – I just think if the Eagles have a secondary, it's and if they can get their offensive players back as well, because they, you know the Eagles are missing Jason Peters, who is he is that got, guy on the line. His replacement got worked by Everson Griffin. Exactly. You know, Jason Peters is that guy, um, and missing Deshaun Jackson, I think, is going completely overlooked. And, and just like this, this wide receiver core, like Carson Wentz. It, from what I've been seeing, Carson Wentz has looked really good this year, but the drops have been shit. The protection has not been as good as it can be with Jason Peters. You know, he'll he'll get his time, but you know, the receivers need to 
be able to make plays and the need to catch the ball. Um, that's what you're paid to do. So please do that. Thank you. Um, Instead of dropping them like Aguilar. Oh God, good old Aguilar. I can't. Oh. Had to listen to that multiple times during the damn Eagles Vikings game. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Uh, but I'll give it to the Vikings. They came out and they volley whopped the the freaking Eagles. We just did our thing, man. Had to get that back secondary, on track. Ah, that secondary is what Kirk is back, dude. Once the secondary is healthy, I'm telling you, man, this Eagles team, watch out. But I think it's a a close game. I think the de- decent amount of points I put up in this one, but I'll take the Eagles. Who do you got? I'm going to lean towards the Eagles. I feel like if I said the Cowboys, you would kill me. If, if you feel like it's the Cowboys, I'm I don't say. really feel like it's the Cowboys, though. That's the thing. Like I just like I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, this, this is their go either way. This is their primetime playground. I mean, Sunday Night Football on NBC, oh my God. where they get to play like a quarter of their games every year because blank. Must be freaking nice, man. Also, I'm confused how we were just talking about the Steelers. That game against Miami is going to be their third primetime game. Like what? How? The Steelers? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's going to be their third primetime game. Because they had a primetime game against Cincinnati and a primetime game against the Chargers, which, All I mean, disgusting. I get if these teams are healthier, you maybe the think The schedule makers them, can't help that. <coughs> they didn't predict yeah. that Big Ben was going to Which, I mean, it's true. But I just, like, even with that, like, yeah. Like, Steelers-Miami, like, going into the year, they're that just was not trying to give, be a good game. They're trying to give everybody. I don't know. you got to hope. I don't know. I, I guess. don't. I guess. You can't always put everyone else. That would be really unfair. Yeah. Well, speaking of a team that... Plays on primetime a lot. The Patriots are playing. I feel like the Jets. they don't. I feel like they play a decent amount. A decent amount, but they they deserve it. Maybe not. If prime there's time. anybody in the entire NFL that deserves it, it's the Patriots. Ah, oh, maybe, maybe. Case closed. I mean, they're, Case closed. They win all the Super Bowls. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. It's not they're, they're great, such a amazing good team. football. I don't, that's I don't like, like watching see, but the Patriots play. That's the thing. I don't think they're like must see TV. I don't really. But I mean, either. they're just they're really freaking good. I mean, it's like the Spurs of the NBA. Exactly. Um, that's why I think they deserve it. Yeah. Well, they're taking on the Jets. I think the Patriots just the Patriots are better. The Patriots are very. Can Donald good. Schwarzenegger do something? Question mark. Because he beat the Cowboys and mononucleosis, but can, can he, he beat, beat the Patriots? The that defense has looked. You know, godly, stifling, and and you know this. They could very this offense well, is just right. going to put up the points that they need to. But the offense has been kind of shaky too. It's been shaky. I mean, they had, but besides the Buffalo game, I think the they've looked decent. They've looked good enough. And with how good this defense is, they don't need Tom Brady throwing for fifty touchdowns. I mean, they just no. You know, in this game, if the Patriots score seventeen, they probably are winning this game. I don't want to say pretty easily, but, I mean, 17 is enough to win. And, you know, they're going to put up more points than that. Yeah, I would, you know, I'm. there's no reason for me to pick the Jets. Uh, you know, I want to because, you know, it's a home game for them. But it's just like there's nothing you can find yeah. where you're like, oh, no. they have this edge on the Patriots. Not at all. I mean, there's no edge. There's nothing. Unless if they can feed Le'Veon Bell and there's it's, you no know, a edge. quirky game. That's the one edge, maybe. Le'Veon Bell is a better running back than the Patriots running backs. But other than that, there is no type of... Like, oh, my, I don't even want to imagine Robbie Anderson, like, trying to run routes on Stephon Gilmore. Yikes. Like that. Oh, Clampers. God. Maybe yeah. he can outrun him on maybe, one. Maybe he gets one big one. You never know with Robbie Anderson. but That's his niche. That, that is. I mean, he showed deep it. touchdowns. 92 and yards mad, last week. man, that 92-yard touchdown. I'm all for it, dude. Especially against the Cowboys. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> Every week. All right. Well, that is it for the show this week, guys. Uh, one thing I wanted to touch on baseball-wise. So we talked uh, Twins got swept by the Yankees, blah, 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 blah. We don't Yankees, want to talk about that anymore. Yeah. Yankees and Astros in the ALCS. Uh, Astros are up 2-1. to one. 
Uh, I would maybe ex- probably expect the Astros to win that series, but we will f- find out uh, until next week. The NLCS, the Nationals, are going to the World Series. That's so, so crazy. They got rid of Bryce Harper. They decided to spend their money on pitching. Three of their top ten players, including the best player, Max Scherzer, are pitchers. You know, so who's their their staff? They have Max Scherzer, Sturger, Strasburg, and then some other guy. You know, I don't, I wasn't, but that was just started here on the radio. Oh, Patrick today. Corbin, Patrick yes. Corbin too, who yep. arguably is their ace. He's looked really Ooh. good. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> so you know, good for the Nationals after dumping Bryce Harper, and then he like tear jaw up in your ballpark, and then there was there was like Twitter beef, like they were arguing back and forth, like come you, on, that's and all using Bryce Ariana Grande quotes, right like now. you guys, yeah. come. On. Fire your internet. Come on. This <laughs> is why no one watches baseball, bro. They were trying like, to make it cool. When they have Come beef, on. like you're using Ariana Grande. Watch the NBA, bro. If you want good no, drama, don't. if you want good drama, if you for want your fans, unnecessary drama from a bunch of want good African Americans with Twitter accounts, <laughs> good drama for your fans, go to the NBA. Besides the whole China thing, drama. I don't know if you know about the what's going on with the China thing. I don't even want to get it. Oh, I kind of know because I was like listening to their radio, but like yeah, I, I mean think it's it's political. Daryl Morey, it's way it's, too political, yeah. and Oxcord Sports and radio is not it's a, not political. Maybe when twenty twenty comes in the day before the election, we will talk about it. FDP. But until then, do not bother me because I don't know anything. I just yeah, it's sad. I don't. But I, kinda, I don't. Yeah. Not know anything, but I don't know enough. So we're just not going to talk about it because we're sports. If you need that and other things, go to NPR, bro. They got you. Yeah, they got you. We don't got you. <laughs> um, need to, like need to know who you want to start for fantasy. We got you. We got you. Also, po- politics. Yeah, don't listen to Michael Fabiano because he likes Trump. I've been telling people this for so long. Do not listen you to have, Michael Fabiano. You have, but I look at the thing every week. <laughs> I, I mean, I look at it too. Don't get me wrong. I look at it too. But like when I see it, and you know, it starts of the week. I feel like our. You know, they're, they're decent picks. For me, it's mostly the sits of the week when I see those, and I'm just like, no. No, I am not It's either obvious yet. or it's like something kind of That's like out the, the realm. That's the annoying thing is is most of the time I feel like it's obvious, which like in the article it's like we're not going to give you obvious ones, but they're obvious. You know, like. They just say about the stars, to, like, man. Explain Because you're going to start them every week, but of course you're going to start saying Quan Barkley. Like. Yeah. And it's not, they don't do as much of that, but I mean, even like, I'm trying to come up with a good example. I can't right now, but just know that <laughs> just it's bad. Just wait on it. Yeah, just wait on it. You have to formulate your opinions for yourself and just, it, it makes sense if you watch football and you listen to things. You know, you have to take on all the information, but at the end of the day, it comes down to how you feel about how the game is going to go. get on NFL, like the NFL Network, bro. I. Oh, my God. Adam Rank, Michael Fabiano, Marcus Grant. I am coming for you all right now. I'm coming for your job, just so okay. you know. Sorry. Jesus Christ. I mean, It would just be so much better, bro. It would be so much better. I would like to take People their job. listen to me, man. Mark they all Andrews. sound the same. I've said that multiple said, times. Like, watching that show, if you watched it, and just, like, as background Akbar, noise, you would be like... When Akbar... Yeah. Fucking... They all sound the same. Yeah, no, I... We don't need to talk about it more. Just don't go to NFL Network. Akbar was on American Ninja advice. Warrior. What do you expect, man? I, I don't know. I honestly <laughs> don't know what I expected, but I just would have hoped for more. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it today for Oxcord Radio, guys. Uh, week 7 popping off. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you throw a sub our way in some comments in, you know, if you have anything to say. say nice it. or not nice. Say it with your chest, though. Yeah. All right, and Deuces. not not in the not in the Twitter DMs. Please no. Fly All right, guys. Eagles fly. No. What? Fly eagles fly. Skull. All right, bye guys. <laughs>